Hello and welcome to Just a Guy and His Journey Back to God. Today we're in our 17th day of reading the book of Revelation, and that means we're in chapter 18. So before we get started in the readings, um, let's go ahead and, and just start with a word of prayer. Father God, I come before you thanking you for all that you do, who you are, and the fact that you love us so much. I just lift up this time. I pray that you would be honored and glorified, but most, most importantly, that we would love you for who you are. And Father, I just pray for your Holy Spirit to dwell within us, to be at the forefront of our thoughts, our minds, and to commune with our spirit. I just pray, Father, for this time that we would hear you, that our hearts would be in the right place, and that you'd be the one that we're focused on. I pray for wisdom and insight, but most of all, for you to speak through me and help me to hear the words that you want me to hear. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So, chapter 18 is pretty much a intense time. It's uh, Babylon is falling. And so it's it's uh, pretty significant the way that Babylon is is the destruction that's reaped upon her. So real quick, just reading the section and um, from MacArthur, just talking about chapter seventeen and eighteen. You know, just to repeat and to remind, this section seventeen and eighteen reveals the dark destiny of this satanic kingdom called by the symbolic name Babylon and the beast who leads it. We see God's judgment on religious Babylon, the evil religious system of the end times, and the destruction of the beast's vast economic and political system. So just remembering and keeping in mind that Babylon is the the symbol for the Antichrist um, world order. So, and I think what's going to happen today is just because it's a it's actually fairly straightforward. I'm going to read it. I've gone through the commentary. Um, and there's a few places where it's, there's a lot of insights, but for the most part, it's kind of like, um, yeah, where it says Babylon, the greatest fallen. It's like, yeah, Babylon falls. And, but then there is insights about, you know, about the seventh bowl and things like that. So I'll, I'll read that as I read through this and, this this way it won't take 20 25 minutes and be kind of redundant so with that let's just go ahead and get started with verse one after this i saw another angel coming down from heaven he had great authority and the earth was illuminated by his splendor what with a mighty voice he shouted fallen fallen is babylon the great she has become a dwelling for demons and a haunt for every impure spirit spirit a haunt for every unclean bird a haunt for every unclean and detestable animal. For all the nations have drunk the maddening wine of her adulteries. The kings of the earth committed adultery with her, and the merchants of the earth grew rich from her excessive luxuries. So when he, when he talks about the, the angels illuminating the, the world or illuminating the earth, it's because if you remember back into um, verse or chapters uh, 16, and it's, I believe it's the fifth um, bowl, it plunges the world into darkness. So when you then have this, um, this angel coming down and he's fully illuminating, he illuminates the world or the earth because he's just amazingly pure 
and he's an angel. And so he's bringing light to a dark world. And so, and then when it's talking about Babylon falling, this is not, um, this is something that it's speaking as if it's already taken place, but the seventh bull is really what it's talking about and it is yet to come. So, but then at that point when it does, man, it's going to be amazing. Um, and then, you know, just the whole part about it's a place of demons, adulterers, every unclean thing. You know, the, the people, the people got drunk off of basically Babylon's, you know, fake religion and the spiritual, you know, darkness with these false gods. And yet the commercial Babylon was incredibly wealthy. And so the kings, which is all the leaders of the various uh, countries and, and of the nations, and the, the merchants, all the wealthy individuals, they all participated in, in communing and partying with, uh, with Babylon. So going to verse 4, um, warning to escape Babylon's judgment. Then I heard another voice from heaven say, Come out of her, my people, so that you will not share in her sins, so that you will not receive any of her plagues. For her sins are piled up to heaven, and God has remembered her crimes. Give back to her as she has given. Pay, pay her back double for what she has done. Pour her a double portion from her own cup. So this is the voice from heaven saying these things, because ultimately, God's asked, telling the people, Hey, get out of there. Don't part, don't partake with, with this. Um, you know, God's telling you and calling his people to disentangle themselves from this evil system because it's going to get destroyed. And so it's, you know, one of those issues that (laughs) you've got to be careful because when the angels call for God to repay, it's going to be repaying her with her own deeds. And so, but it's going to be double. So all of the evil that was visited upon people, all of the things that made the people drunk with her false religion, it's going to become even more intense. So verse uh, 7, Give her as much torment and grief as the glory and luxury she gave herself. In her heart she boasts, I sit enthroned uh, enthroned as a queen. I am not a widow. I will never mourn. Therefore in one day her plagues will overtake her. Death, mourning, and famine. She will be consumed by fire. For mighty is the Lord God who judges her. So right when she's got her pride going, she gets she gets knocked out. So you're looking at, you know, when she's... she's One of the things in the ancient times is not being a widow. That's something to be proud of. And so it's, you know, a proud and an empty boast in how she's self-sufficient. And so it's just one of those elements where she, you know, just before the pride comes the fall or pride comes before the fall. And then the plagues, those were all talked about in 16. And, you know, also how they all will occur in one day. So then you got, then you have verse nine, when the Kings of the earth who committed adultery with her and shared her luxury, see the smoke of her burning, they will weep and mourn over her. Terrified at her torment, they will stand far off and cry. So they they hung out with her. They committed adultery, i.e. they traded with her. They shared in her false religion. 
But then when, when the torment and the end came, they didn't go off and help her. Woe, woe to you, great city, you mighty city of Babylon. In one hour, your doom has come. So that's pretty amazing that in one hour, it's all brought to its knees. Verse 11, the merchants of the earth will weep and mourn over her because no one buys their cargoes anymore. Cargoes of gold, silver, precious stones, and pearls, fine linen, purple silk, purple and silk and scarlet cloth, every sort of citron wood, and articles of every kind made of ivory, costly, costly wood, bronze, iron, and marble. marble. Cargoes of cinnamon and spice, of incense, myrrh, and frankincense, of wine and olive oil, of fine flour and wheat, cattle and sheep, horses and carriages, and human beings sold as slaves. So they did everything. Everything that was a luxury, they participated in and that they sold to her and was her, the Antichrist world system. And so even human beings were enslaved and sold. So incredibly, incredibly bad. And you know, well, enough said. Um, Verse 14, they will say, the fruit you longed for is gone from you. All your luxury and splendor have vanished, never to be recovered. The merchants who sold these things and gained their wealth from her will stand far off, terrified at her torment. They will weep and mourn and cry out, Woe, woe to you, great city, dressed in fine linen, purple and scarlet, and glittering with gold, precious stones and pearls. In one hour, such great wealth has been brought to ruin. So here's, here's a body, here's a group of people, here's a nation state that thought it, it ruled and it was immortal and was proud and, and strong. And yet in one hour, it was brought down. Thankfully, God gave his people warning to get out, of, get out and not to participate. Every sea captain, this verse 17, every sea captain and all who travel by ship, the sailors and all who earn their living from the sea will stand far off. When they see the smoke of her burning, they will exclaim, was there ever a city like this great city? They will throw dust on their heads and with weeping and mourning cry out, woe, woe to you, great city, where all, where all who had ships on the sea became rich through her wealth. In one hour, she has been brought to ruin. Rejoice over her, you heavens. Rejoice, you people of God. Rejoice, apostles and prophets, for God has judged her with the judgment she imposed on you. So that's a very interesting piece, right? God has avenged you, has avenged all the people and all the saints that she martyred. And you're not rejoicing over the people who died. You're rejoicing over that city that represents the uh, antichrist system you're rejoicing that that's done verse 21 then a mighty angel picked up a boulder the size of a large millstone and threw it into the sea and said with such violence the city the great city of babylon will be thrown down never to be found again the music of harpists and musicians pipers and trumpeters will never be heard in you again. No worker of any trade will ever be found in you again. The sound of a millstone will never be heard in you again. 
The light of a lamp will never shine in you again. The voice of bridegroom and bride will never be heard again. Your merchants were the world's important people, but by your, by your magic spell, all the nations were led astray. In her was found the blood of prophets and of God's holy people, of all who have been slaughtered on the earth. So this is the, the city and the, the system of the Antichrist. Never again will it, will it raise up. Never again will there be a great city like it or organization like it. Never again will there be music in, in that location or in that city or in that organization. Nothing. God is wiping it out completely. He is revenging or avenging the slaughter of his people because there's lots of martyrs during, during the tribulation people who do turn back to God. Not everyone doesn't, but some do, and they're put to death. And so during his, his of where he avenges us, he's taking it out on those who inflicted that terrible, that terrible punishment or that terrible treatment to his people. So that's it with it. I basically, it was, I covered off on the points that MacArthur had Um, and so really that's the, uh, that's the end. So with that, just close with a quick word of prayer. Thank you, father, for this time. I just pray father that this will brought you, you glory and honor that this will have brought some insight and that you'd be the one that we focus on. I thank you for who you are. You're God. You're the creator of all. And that's why we love you. And I just pray father that we would grow closer to you. And we would bring you honor by our actions and who we are. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Have a great day and thank you for joining me at Just a Guy and his journey back to God.